If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com slash Todd Huff Show. For those of you who want to watch the program live or on demand, so long as our friends at Facebook allow that to be the case, it's good to be here. You know, as I think about... I want to talk about the media today. Um, I want to talk about, again, we don't do themes on here, but as I was going through show prep and putting different things together, um, most of these things had to pertain to media, some not media. One of them pertains to Howard Stern, who, of course, has his own uh, talk program. Um, it's been successful over the years. Uh, we'll talk about him, but a lot of this is things that are how things are discussed in the media, and I'm to the point. I mean, I'm to the point, and I, I've always been, I guess, critical of the media because I've seen how they've behaved. I see how they feign outrage uh, over certain things. I've seen how the game is played. We've all seen this, right? And we see how they misrepresent um, oftentimes most of the time conservatives Republicans Trump they have no interest in things like Tara Reid and the Me Too movement so if it's uh, someone making allegations against a against the Democrat they only seem to have an interest if that person is making an allegation against a Republican a conservative maybe a Christian and let me be on the on the record is saying it's reprehensible uh, these allegations uh, insofar as the allegations that are that are accurate which you can't make a blanket statement which again look i don't know why we why we have to pretend as though all of our way of handling allegations and charges and processing how we get to the point of truth I don't know where in what universe you simply have to believe everyone who's ever made an allegation based upon whatever trait, based upon whether they're male or female, based upon whether they're white or black, Christian or atheist or Muslim or Buddhist. As I've said before, these are conditions, people being dishonest, dishonesty, lying. These are things that th- th- that is the human condition. Right? I mean, 
This is an example of humanity being broken. That transcends any sort of boundary that we have amongst humanity. So in other words, brace yourselves. This to me seems to be uh, fundamentally true, but for some, some folks just can't seem to wrap their heads around this. Men can lie. Women can lie. Christians can lie. Atheists can lie. Muslims can lie. Buddhists, black, white, whatever other qualifier or race, ethnicity, gender, religion, uh, political party, political affiliation. Now, I will say at some point, uh, groups, uh, ideological groups can form and their ideology can be based upon lie. That's a a lies. That's a taking it to the next level, so to speak. Um, I'll take, for example, the so-called pro-choice movement, um, these these verbal games that they play with themselves and these half-truths talking about the life that's, uh, that's growing um, in the womb, the way that that's discussed. Um, I will talk about socialism and the obvious problems that it has morally to where it believes it can take something that doesn't belong to it and give it to someone else as though that that's some sort of a moral standard that uh, they are prepared to live by, believing that they are on the moral high ground because of that. But that's, you know, there there can be lies in a, like there can be lies in a religion. There can be lies, um, and, 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 you know, having a lie that your ideology, religion, worldview, is built upon um, is, of course, an issue, and nothing is, you know, everybody has, and, and when it comes to practice, problems with uh, with certain things. No group is, is above reproach, so to speak. Um, and I want to, you know, Christianity, the, meaning there's problems within churches. It doesn't mean that there's problems uh, with the religion of Christianity. It doesn't mean that there's not questions that, that exist that Christians can't answer. But my point is, is that there's problems. You take any group of people, whether divided by gender, race, ethnicity, beliefs, political ideologies, and there will be people that lie within every one of those groups. It is a condition of man, mankind, that includes women as well. And so when Tara Reid makes an allegation, it doesn't mean necessarily, excuse me, that it's true. It can be. It certainly can be. And when you start to look at the evidence, when you start to look at what we know, and you compare it against other things that the media was totally outraged about, and again, the obvious one to me is Christine Blasey Ford, which at this point in time, the Kavanaugh hearings feel like they're about 27 years ago. But that was only about 18 months ago. 18 months ago, that was what they were upset about and of course the 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 allegations are very troubling but you get down to it and there's so many so many questions uncertainties inconsistencies or gaps in the story and details and so forth no one knows exactly what happened but you compare that compare that to what we've seen so far from Tara Reid and it's it's a different animal I would maintain that on if you just wrote out the facts that that we know on paper 
even even what we know now, which is limited because no one has had any interest in the media in talking about this, the facts that we know from the Tara Reid situation or allegations are much more problematic than what we've seen or what we saw with Christine Blasey Ford with Brett Kavanaugh. And you look at, you know, she she's on record, even things came out yesterday, which again, the larger media is choosing to ignore. And that's again, what I want to really sink our teeth into this morning, the, the, the dishonesty or the lack of interest, the lack of concern, the lack of consistency, because it the allegations are being made against someone that the media is on the same side with. And that, they tell us that that's not who they are, but all evidence supports this. All the evidence supports this. When you report 90 plus percent negatives on President Trump, I think even approaching 95 percent, that is not journalism, folks. I, how in the world can 95 percent, I know people will believe it because they've so uh, seen Trump demonized, but how can someone believe that 95 percent of what Trump does is not just something that they disagree with? No, no, no. It's something that's pure evil. It's motivated by corruption. It's motivated by his desire to increase his wealth, even though, of course, his uh, his his net worth had taken a taken it on the nose the first couple of years. I think it's just now this year or the end of last year had reached where it was prior to his going into office three years ago. So, given the time value of money, even if it's equal, it's less because money's worth less now than it was in two thousand and. And 16. So he's not uh, financially benefiting from this, as people would have you believe. This is just one big way for the 70 plus year old to get a few extra bucks in his in his 70s to milk the American people for all they're worth and total disregard for everything else besides his his businesses and his uh, his fortune his empire, the Trump empire, if you if you will, the businesses. Of course, in the next breath, they'll tell you that those businesses are failures, that Trump is uh, exaggerating the successes of his businesses and so forth. So I don't know which of the two ways they wanted it. Again, depends upon the particular point they're trying to make at the time. So there's no interest, though, in Tara Reid's allegation against Joe Biden. Now, you're hearing more of this. In fact, even yesterday... The Washington Post uh, talked about it. Of course, the way that they talked about it is, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's incredible. It's really incredible. But we're to the point, we're to the point where we really, um, there's, I, I don't even know for the average person the value in watching and listening to and reading most media sources today because it's, it's written from a not just a slightly biased position. It is written from a position of narrative. It is written or it is, you know, if it's spoken on on video, whether it's on television or some online source, it is meant to put certain ideas and create certain outcomes in the mind of the person who is consuming it. It is not about it is not about 
sharing facts and information. I see CNN wants you to believe they're for facts first. Give me a stinking break. CNN wouldn't know a fact if it smacked them up the side of the head. They have no interest in anything other than moving the political narrative. They have no interest in anything outside of watching the narrative that they've built that supports the Democrat Party, that supports the ideology that they're in lockstep with, that supports the candidates that they've become buddies and pals with, that supports the candidates of their choosing, that supports the candidates that are talking about um, a, a world that, that includes more government, more taxes, punishing the wealthy, providing all this utopia on planet Earth through our government for those who are less fortunate. And, of course, it will be paid for by those who have stolen effectively from the mouths of the American people, those in the lower socioeconomic classes. And they carry that water. They carry it every single day, every single day. They talk about Trump and his administration's spinning, which of course they do. I mean, everyone tries to spin something to make it look the best that it can for uh, for the you know for them in the media. That's the way that that's the way that this works, and like it or not. But the idea, the idea that the media is this unbiased, just reporting the facts. I'm here to serve the American people from a First Amendment perspective, making sure that they know what's going on with their government so that they can, in fact, hold their government accountable, take appropriate actions based upon that accountability. That is a far cry. We are nowhere near that, folks. We are nowhere near that. And if they want to complain about Donald Trump assaulting the First Amendment for pointing these things out, I mean, the, the hypocrisy and the double standard there is, is beyond comprehension because they are their own worst enemy. They are the ones. You want to know why people have a viewpoint like what I'm sharing this morning? It's because they've watched the reporting, so-called reporting. They've watched the antics of Jim Acosta. They've watched the attitude and condescension and political maneuvering of people like uh, Peter Alexander. They've watched, they've seen things even in the past from Tom Brokaw. They've watched and seen the way that the media reports on certain things. They know that they have no interest in truth. Instead, they have an interest in persuasion. And look, we try to persuade on here, but I'm not the source. I'm not a media source. I let you know up front, this is my opinion. This is why we tell you caution. Contents may cause you to lean to the right, which I've heard as 98% of scientists have told me, that they agree with this. We care about your health and safety when it comes to the side effects of listening to this program. And if you're operating heavy machinery, you need to be aware of this. can literally cause you to lean to the right, and we have to make sure that you're aware of that. That's why we tell you these things up front. There's a desired effect, which is for you to lean to the right, to lean towards constitutional conservatism. Maybe not even lean there. In fact, we want you to fully embrace it and accept that truth and be freed from some of this nonsense that we hear being proclaimed from the radical left, from the Bernie Sanders camp, and now, to a certain degree, 
maybe it's always been there, but to a larger degree, uh, Joe Biden's campaign. Anyway, so I'm going to talk about the media today. There's some things in the media, in the uh, headlines that I think are appropriate for us to talk about and go through today. But they've lost all desire to even pretend, to even pretend to be the media. They want to tell you that they're fair and unbiased, but they've their behavior is so off the rails as far as what is considered actually fair and reasonable coverage that they've lost all that there's no more any any pretense that exists to where they want you to believe truly by their actions based upon the coverage and behavior and so forth that they are doing anything besides being a part of the resistance against donald j trump and that is how they have to be viewed i have to take a break when we get back more on the corrupt media the way that they cover things the way that they uh, don't cover things. We'll look at several examples today. But I've got to take a time out. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back. Sorry, still getting used to the technology here behind the scenes with the video feed, which I have to tell you looks better, but I still have a face for radio <laughs> as I can look here at my at my feed. But be that as it may, um, my face for radio does not excuse some of the behavior that we see here in the media. And we see... I. I mean, there, there's so many things here that, that I want to talk about this morning. NBC, Andy, Andy Lack, chairman, chairman of NBC News and MSNBC, which I would be ashamed. You know, they want to talk about the Trump administration and so forth. I would be ashamed to tell people that I was the chairman of NBC, NBC News and MSNBC. He writes something that's posted here. Uh, NBCnews.com, journalism is under attack from coronavirus and the White House, but we're winning. So now they're the victims, folks. The media, the media is the victims. I love this, by the way. I, I mean, it's it's insane. It's truly, it's it's beyond, it's too, truly insane. This is, this is nuts. At this dark hour, he writes, at this dark hour. Now, I get the coronavirus concerns, but... Not the part about the media, the media being under attack from the White House. Give me a break. Just grow up, dude. At this dark hour, Americans are scared. They're hungry for accurate information and the and the unvarnished truth. Folks, the media and truth are like oil and water. They cannot coexist with one another in today, the way that it's set up today. Now, Philosophically, then of, of course those things can be uh, compatible. But in practice, with what we have today, it is nowhere near that. This guy, this guy has no idea or no concern for how he and his his industry, I guess, is viewed uh, in many parts of this country. He continues, now and in all the days to come, journalists will be there. Well, thankfully, I need someone out there uh, misinterpreting, 
misrepresenting something that Trump and the White House says. I mean, just take this latest story with the the bleach. Howard Stern. Let me see if I can find this. Howard Stern, which again, Howard Stern is Howard Stern. I get it. But Howard Stern, looking at Fox News article here, suggests that Trump supporters take disinfectants. Take disinfectants and drop dead. All because of the way, all because of the way that the media covered what Trump said. I watched what Trump said. Now, you can say it's silly that there's no way for what he was talking about to be the case. Um, I don't, I mean, with all due respect, I don't get the, um, what did he say? He was being sarcastic. I don't think that that's what was happening there at all. But I do believe it's misrepresented. Miss, um, they, they didn't present properly what he was asking. He did not, he did not tell. This is insanity. They want you to believe that he got to the podium and said, you know what, maybe drinking a bottle of Clorox bleach, you're welcome, Clorox, maybe drinking a, a mouthful of that's going to help kill anything inside of you. It kills it on the surfaces. Why can't it kill it on inside your body? That is not anywhere near what he said. And if anyone's hearing my words and is inclined to uh, just, I guess, act without thinking whatsoever, which is not, I just have to say this in case some, uh, you know, someone that eats Tide Pods is tuning in, but that's, I'm simply summarizing the way that they're trying to summarize this. That, of course, is not what he said. That is not at all what anybody has said, except for the media. And there's been an uptick, they say, in reports of people who have taken, uh, taken these, drastic measures to where they've maybe ingested things like bleach, household cleaners, because Trump, they say, said uh, something that he didn't say. And by the way, do they, am I supposed to believe, am I supposed to believe that the people that are doing this are sitting there watching Trump's press conference, or is it more likely that they're hearing the reports, that they're hearing the things the media say? Because I'm telling you right now, if you watch the if you watch the uh, actual press conference itself, you would not conclude you would not conclude that Trump was telling you to drink bleach or inject it into your veins. He was he was simply asking the questions of his doctors, which again, I think is a fair question. It's a fair question in the sense that that is how look if 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 a virus can be killed on the surface by something it doesn't mean that we say well let's suddenly drink it but there why not understand is there a way is there a way to take what we know from how it works on the surface is there a way to somehow use that knowledge to our advantage not saying drink a gallon of, of bleach and maybe the media is too obtuse to understand what in the world Trump is saying, but is there any way that with technology and UV light is, is of course the the other example? Turns out there's lots of research with that as well. People studying that. If we find that UV light and these uh, certain uh, you know things that we clean with, is there a way to to learn from that, extrapolate from that, and create something that could have a some sort of effect that's based upon that? 
inside the body. That is a far cry from saying drink bleach. That is a far cry from I mean, Lysol. Lysol felt the need to come out and to put on their website that they, you know, you shouldn't drink or ingest their products, as President Trump alluded to. That's not what he did. But that's what's being that's what's being discussed and talked about as though uh, this is this is the way that they want people he wants people uh, to behave. And now Howard Stern's out there saying, I would love it, and this is what he said. I'm not gonna play the clip. Can't play a Howard Stern clip. You don't know how many times you might have to use the bleep button. But he says here, I would love it if Donald would get on TV and take an injection of Clorox and let's see if his theory works. Hold a big rally, say blank this coronavirus with all of his followers and then let them hug each other and kiss each other and have a big rally. So not, he wants Trump to inject Clorox, which Trump never said anything. Here's, here's a statement where, where Howard Stern is actually saying inject Clorox. But but Trump never said that. Trump never even alluded to that. He was simply, again, as I pointed out, these are just look. The bottom line is, and I'm taking Howard Stern out of it. Howard Stern's a someone who shares opinions and does, you know, and is Howard Stern. But the reason that Howard Stern says these things is because of the way the narrative that's created by the media was not created by Donald Trump. This is not a genuine explanation description. Anything of the sort that Donald Trump said, it's designed to hurt President Trump. And if someone knows, someone has the idea to drink Clorox, where did they most likely get it? From what Trump said or from the way that the media portrays it? And if we're blaming those people's deaths or sicknesses or whatever happened, if we're blaming those on the people who have put the idea into their head to consume these products, where should the finger point? That's my question. Anyway, got to take a time out here. You're listening to the home of conservative, not better talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back. You may hear in the background, there it is, the printer. Thought I could get something printed. During the break, I would be incorrect in that assessment. So, but we're talking here about the media today, and I know Howard Stern's not not media, but Howard Stern makes those comments predicated upon the way that the media covers incorrectly, inappropriately, in a deceiving fashion what President Trump said about coronavirus. I'm going to shift gears and go back. Again, I started to talk here about Andy Lack's piece at NBCNews.com. I'll post this on Facebook in a bit. He's really, really uh, trying to reassure the American people that journalism will be here in spite of Trump, in spite of the White House, in spite of Trump's assault on our First Amendment. Again, I still think, I still think if you want to, um, if you want to, if if you want to deal with your First Amendment protections, that you should put on your big boy and big girl pants. That's what I think. I think that if someone accuses you 
of doing something that you think uh, that you didn't do that you should argue back. I mean, these may be antiquated ideas, right? These may be antiquated ideas in the sense that this is not how um, most people in the media interact today. They believe they should have a, a free pass to say whatever they want about Trump, make any insinuation whatsoever, you know, uh, badmouth him, you know, uh, commit libel, commit, uh, just engage in repeated dishonesty, misrepresentations, and there'd be no, no recourse for the president. The president utters the words, fake news, you're fake news, Jim Acosta. Then you can feign outrage and basically uh, metaphorically have a little crying fit on air. Or talk about how you're victimized by the president. I think that these folks, they want these interactions with the president. Because this is the sort of stuff that, that people click on. They want to see President Trump pointing to Jim Acosta, saying, I don't think you're fake news. I think you're very fake news, Jim Acosta. You're fake news. Trump answering a question at the White House briefing. By the way, we were told here. We were told that I, I saw an article the other day that said Trump's in hiding because he, you know, canceled uh, these these briefings. Which, ironically, many of the networks didn't want to cover anymore anyway because they said they've turned into political rallies. Now suddenly he's scared. Trump Trump may be a lot of things. Trump is not scared. Trump may be. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get into the specifics, but but people can have criticisms about about Trump. But not to say that he's scared and that he's hiding. I mean, isn't that more along the lines of what Joe Biden is doing? And isn't that, by the way, the me- the way the media treats Joe Biden, isn't, what- isn't that what they set up to happen? Aren't they allowing that to happen? Even in the age of social distancing and, and COVID-19, they're not pressing Biden on anything. I've still not heard Biden's comments about Tara Reid. It's as though... She doesn't exist. It's as though her allegations aren't even worthy of a response. It's as though her allegations are being completely ignored by the candidate that's supposedly a champion for women's rights. Nobody has any concern about that in the media. Nobody. Literally none of these jokers. And Andy Lack and MSNBC or NBC, whatever, disinformation network here. He thinks that uh, the president, the White House, has been assaulting them. Coronavirus has been hard on them in this in this piece here. He also says President Donald Trump came into office railing against many of our of the foundations of our democratic institutions, including a free press. That is such a misrepresentation of reality. He's railing against the way that you're using your freedom of the press. That's what he's railing against. He's railing against your and you understand this. He understands this, but this is look, they live they have to exist in a world where no one questions their behavior, the way that they act because when it gets down to it, they have no justification for this <clears throat> except for their hatred. And their political biases. That's it. That's what this is all about. <clears throat> President Trump. President Trump is not railing against this idea that we have a free press. 
President Trump calls people fake news because they print or tell stories, news about him, the things he said. And again, this Clorox bleach thing is the latest example. He calls people that engage in that, people who use their freedoms, people who use their freedoms who call themselves journalists, who aren't journalists by definition. They are not journalists. They call themselves journalists. They say I should be able to print and write and say whatever I want. Okay, fine. But there's re- there's ramifications for that. And one of those are that you got to deal with the the moniker of fake news. And the reason that they, they, they don't have an answer for that. Their answer is stop doing it. We're just doing our job. Stop saying that about us. You're hurting our feelings. Bunch of wimps. Anyway, got to take a time out here. It's just, it's beyond believable to me. Again, I think the average person should really think long and hard about whether or not they consume news from the vast, vast majority. Unless you have a filter and a way to analyze the information. I mean, you have to actively have a filter. It's got to be, it's got to be an active attack on the information that's that's coming your way. You can't have any degree of passivity whatsoever in yourself you've got to be on it's like you got to be stepping into the octagon when you turn on a news report given by jim acosta it's got to be like the metaphor of you stepping in the octagon imagine if you will stepping in the octagon with tough guy chris cuomo that's that's what this is like that's metaphorically what this should feel like i got to get ready get my you know get my guard up be ready for the onslaught of information, so-called information they're about to throw my way, which I know is not going to be accurate, is going to be misleading, is going to lead us in one direction, and that is in the direction away from President Trump. That's the direction that this is, is going to go. I just don't know how exactly we're going to get there today. Unless you had that mentality, I'm not sure that the average person should even watch this stuff. Because if you don't have an active defense up against the misinformation and the stupidity that you're subjected to when you listen to this stuff. Some people become hypnotized into just accepting it for what it seems to be, and it's never just that. Got to take a time out. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. And I say, cry me a river <laughs> when I read this this op-ed at M- uh, MSNBC, NBC News, written again by the chairman. The chairman, nonetheless, talking about really how brave these journalists are for asking the tough questions, fighting for a free press as President Trump is trying to become a dictator effectively, silencing the press. Never once, never once been the case. Never once been the been the case at all. These, this is wimpy. These wimps want to go in there and act like I'll, I'll say juvenile to be uh, to to be give them the benefit of the doubt. But it's often infantile behavior. Often infantile behavior. I'm not saying that pushing back on Trump is. A bad thing, but this is so far beyond that. I mean, some of these questions, some of the ways that they present the news is just 
many of the ways they represent the news is inexcusable. If you did your job, if you worked for your company the way that these jokers do, if your company analyzed your behavior and thought, man, this individual is trying to misrepresent everything about their job. Now, I'm sure that there's some, I don't know, some folks out there that would be willing to to look the other way so long as you were helping drive traffic to the website or whatever the case may be, get some attention. But at some point, at some point, the truly respectable individual will say, hey, man, you are, I, I can't have you out there doing that, right? I can't have you out there misrepresenting, misrepresenting what we are, you know, what we're trying to do here as a company or whatever. It's not a perfect analogy because Trump, you know, they don't work for Trump. But the point is, the point is, if you engage in rampant disregard for truth and acted in ways that they did, your job would be in jeopardy in many places. If you can't be trusted by the people that you're working alongside and so forth, at some point, if it's bad enough, you're not gonna have you're not gonna have a job. Your employer is gonna say, I can't put up with that. There's too many things at stake here. Doesn't matter in the media. You're actually awarded. In fact, you're probably given you're nominated for a Pulitzer Prize. Even though Trump erroneously said the other day the Nobel Peace Prize, but I'm sure someone will no nominate one of these jokers for the Nobel Peace Prize. Wouldn't put that past them at all. Stopping President Trump is a contribution, they would believe, to world peace. Anyway, got to take a time out here. Come back, wrap up this hour, and then continue hour two. There's other things I want to get to, but there's other examples here. Other examples here of some of the junk that we've got to sift through because the media has not an honest bone. The vast majority of it has not an honest bone in its metaphorical body. So lots more to get to. Just running out of time here. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. So when thinking about, I I just, we are in a a culture war as it is, right? We're in an ideological war as it is. And everybody knows this now. That's why everything is political. Everything, what you eat, what you drink, what you drive, what you wear, uh, what you had for lunch, um, what you think about coronavirus, what you think about, I mean, take your pick. Everything, everything is political now. Everything. There's no more, uh, you know, pretending that it's not. And so we know this, and we know that it's pretty. Look, we've got a a very divisive society right now. I mean, we have a percentage of people, percentage of people who are prepared uh, to embrace fully and have embraced fully socialism. Right, They think that the government should take care of us with its magic button, staples easy button over there at the government, just press the button and money comes raining out of the sky. And the media is trying to help one side of this. The media is pushing the narrative 
down the path saying that we need more government, we need more socialism, we need more taxes, we need less freedom. Anyway, I've got to go. See you in a few. SDG.